वेलकम टू दिस न्यू एपिसोड ऑफ हैश टैग फ्लाइंग कलर्स एन इनिशिएटिव बाई बचपन के पिटारे से इन कोलाब्रेशन विद लिटिल स्टोरी टेलर्स टू सपोर्ट एंड एनकरेज स्टूडेंट्स एंड पेरेंट्स टू अपियर फॉर द अपकमिंग बोर्ड एग्जाम्स इन अ स्ट्रेस फ्री मैनर इन टूडेज एपिसोड वी आर प्रिविलेज टू हैव मिस्टर महेश कुमार नटराजन आयुर्वेदिक प्रैक्टिशनर एंड वेलनेस स्पेशलिस्ट फ्रॉम कैलिफोर्निया ही इज अ को फाउंडर एट सर्वम स्कूल बैंगलोर Currently pursuing his doctoral studies at Maharshi International University Iowa USA an economist by education in his early 20s Mr Natarajan rode the heights of the corporate world but later found his calling in practicing and providing his insights in the field of ayurveda wellness and yoga with a masters in integrative medicine from Maharshi International University Iowa USA he has been relentless in his pursuit of knowledge experience and application of the same he also has a private practice in california and serves as a core member of different integrative medicine programs for chronic pain patients in organizations across california his deep desire to serve others is a driving force of his insatiable pursuit of knowledge and experience let's listen to this conversation with our guest speaker Welcome, thank you so much for supporting uh, #flyingcolors. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Sir, the first question that I would like to ask you is what do we mean by a wellness expert? <laughs> this is a uh, uh, quite interesting. Uh, this uh, seems like a fancy word, a wellness uh, but um, this word implies a little more it it adds it gives that extra meaning to health basically it's health but the definition of health in modern times is very narrow if you take any dictionary you search health it will say of sound fitness in the body of sound fitness in the mind so we have always been stuck between this dichotomy whether it is body some people are body 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 is everything for some mind is everything and there are others body and mind but wellness the idea of wellness comes from the ancient systems of yoga and ayurveda the consciousness model where there's a complete description of the human experience is 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 comprises of different levels so wellness means being well in all those levels the physical it's basically it's from the taitri upanishad you know you may not be from there that's okay or people listening to this may but this knowledge is ancient knowledge but it's just coming to light because there's so much depth it's so profound that it cannot be put in the background so wellness means being well in all these layers physical energetic emotional mental and spiritual level and which completes the human experience so being well in all these levels that's what wellness is and i want to mention based on this the the who the world health organization has changed the meaning of health to being health and physical emotional mental they have added these layers as description of health but the source is 
the ancient knowledge. Ancient Indian knowledge. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that's wellness. Okay. Yeah. So talking about wellness, and uh, as you know that exams are approaching, and uh, flying colors is all about uh, encouraging students for a stress-free exams. So, uh, what kind of approach would be advisable for students? Don't pay attention to any pressure. Pressure comes today. First of all, I want to mention this. Today, student faces so much pressure from so many avenues. Yes. Parents, schools want to compete with each other in improving their performance. Parents want to do the same. There's so much pressure. And there is this stress for the student to optimize productivity because our models of productivity are, you know, we are continuously improving our models of productivity. So there's stress everywhere. Change. So many new things that we never got exposed to. I'm 47. I was very ahead in my times. Though I was, you cannot compare a student 20 years ago to what a student goes through today. So there's tremendous stress from all these points. We should not forget the social media. Social media, yes, absolutely. Instagram and Facebook because they have to have their profiles and there is that peer pressure trolling on uh, internet, right? So that is also another pressure that adds up to their... Uh, absolutely. The exposure to what's happening throughout the world, in their communities, outside, everywhere in the world, we are exposed to so much. So that stress of dealing with all those things is high. Mm -hmm. So that is my answer. That is my answer. So this is the source of stress. Most of the stressors can be removed, can be eliminated. How? That's a long process. But once you identify, see stress in this, in, uh, again, each word is very deep. When we say stress, it's become a, such a common word today. But in, in stress, not all stress is bad. We need stress, that's how we grow. So, whatever healthy stress and challenge, a, a student has to be challenged, intellectually, physically, in all these areas. And that should not stress the student so much. It has to be as per the student's capacity so first and where do the students get this from home so before even talking to the students i would say i would request the parents or as a parent myself i would say that we have to reduce the stress that we place on our children by adding our expectations yes and work with the actual capacities of the child, of a student. Every student is unique. So we have to identify, understand, and work with that and not overload our children with those extra expectations. That's one from the student, from the parent perspective. For the students, even if you have these pressures, again, this may not go very well with the parents, but be real. Parents want the best of 
best of everything for the child's for the child so understand that parents want to support you so it everything starts with this basic understanding we are a team parent and child it's not one person specializing and one person's wilting under pressure both are working towards the same goal a good life for the child if the student realizes that and if a student realizes a student's responsibility simple that's the first starting point exams all come next it may sound philosophical but that is the that is the beginning in my opinion so uh, how can yoga help in dealing with exam anxiety and uh, societal tendencies amongst the students as well as parents as you correctly mentioned that parents are the ones who are carrying most of the pressure and then passing on to the their kids so can yoga help and how does it help? if not yoga then what <laughs> would be my question <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so to to me uh, yoga is a complete system not to me that's what yoga is yoga is a complete system actually yoga is one of the few systems that can address the person as a whole which is what we call wellness so if you talk anxiety anxiety the source of anxiety is duality as per bhagavad gita so because you want to control the outcome there is a fear of achieving the outcome or not it's always that fear which drives the anxiety and the urge to control that outcome that's the source of anxiety so no matter how much you stress you can only do so much so instead of stressing just do what you're supposed to do as a student that is realization and doing responsibilities of a fulfilling the responsibilities of a student if you add yoga to that the practice of yoga is known to bring overall health it has shown research research studies have shown that it helps in reduction of anxiety depression suicidal tendencies everything can change with the practice of yoga again that again yoga is a very common word today when i say the practice of yoga you there are many ways to practice yoga yes so i wanted you to pinpoint certain things for any person who has been practicing yoga or maybe the one who is not practicing yoga any uh, specific asanas or meditation techniques easy techniques that can be followed especially during this time that could help in reducing the anxiety levels meditation is also a, it's not something that i guess like you say rightly say meditation can help the practice of yoga can help I don't want to the scope of this uh, time that we have I don't want to fragment this and and give you specific asanas you t- I, but I would put this put put it as a as a regular complete yoga practice complete yoga practice in the sense 
taking into consideration the classical yoga principles as you don't have to do anything special except follow the simple rules of yoga from a qualified teacher a simple gentle practice a few asanas a little breathing practice which is pranayama and some meditation whatever method no stress this is yoga as a complete full eight step approach and that is included in a classical yoga session so there are no shortcuts there may be but they are short lived so i recommend uh, a simple practice anything you can do whether you learn it from a book or just no need to do anything special just simple rules will help doing the asanas will help doing the breathing practice will help doing meditation will help if you do not have the knowledge seek it from a qualified person that's my suggestion it's uh, nowadays you can learn you can look at there are many uh, online youtube videos uh, you can follow any asanas any asana session any 15 minutes 20 minutes is plenty yeah nothing special is required you don't have to practice for hours people have and but i want to mention this also um, there's extensive research that supports meditation practice improving the performance of students in uh, reducing and exam anxiety and improving performance in the exams i don't want to mention one particular method whatever method you are able to learn because all classical methods they lead to the same it depends on what you can learn where you are and what is accessible to you but learn it from a qualified person no shortcuts and uh, does food play a role in uh, coping with exam stress definitely in if you speak if you go with the same yoga approach there are three qualities of the mind and the foods also can be classified based on that so food does play a very important role in keeping that integrity of body and mind how you feel in your body how you feel in your mind can be maintained by food because food is what gives rise to that experience so you can classify foods as its universal qualities there are three universal qualities which is satvik rajasik and tamasik rajasik is activity restless mind so spicy food would be again we can go specifics but it's not enough time to go into specifics so i'll give you a general principle so people can or you can choose what you want to eat based on this quality anything that makes you restless it's very common sense you eat a few chilies how do you feel you feel like running yes. you feel so uh, wired right mm-hmm. that's rajasik food you eat a nice like a good amount of potato how do you feel <laughs> lazy <laughs> that's tamasic food okay okay you feel mildly spiced simple dal with vegetables how do you feel satisfied that is satvik food <laughs> but then uh, these days we all uh, are in that instant maggi pizzas all these things are cravings but then keeping in mind the specific exam point of view what kind of food will help you to concentrate more 
So, do you mean to say the simple food, the homemade food? Simple homemade food. Again, it's a, a the answer is long. So, I'll try to keep it short and see if I can give you specific indication. So, junk food, you have to avoid. Junk food, almost everything is junk. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All the modern foods, they are over-processed, pre-cooked foods, overloaded with flavors, MSG, GMO. There are so many things. All the instant foods, basically that's what, that's what interests students because it's easy, it's flavor. Once you start eating them, it's very difficult to get out of it because there are companies which do which have food scientists they work on specific flavors mixing different chemicals and which you can get you hooked on for life you eat that you never feel like leaving it it's called cradle to grave marketing for example mcdonald's a child has a happy meal once you start the child with a happy meal you see you go to any mcdonald's restaurant you have people at 60s, 70s sitting there and drinking coffee. They, they have their meetings there. It's very difficult to get out of it. So, junk food, avoid them. So basically there are uh, different kind of people dealing with, uh, they have their own mechanisms. Sometimes children or parents, they avoid having meals. I'm wasting my time in eating. In that particular time, uh, I can study this many pages. So. In terms of that, I suggest my suggestion is health is everything. You need a sound mind, a settled mind, a relaxed mind can absorb information. It's very suitable, conducive for learning. So, what creates that conducive, conducive condition in your body and mind? It's definitely not the quick fix. It's definitely not the hurrying, because these all cause stress. What causes that settled feeling is good cooked food. When you give food the attention, food is absorbed better. So you have to eat in a settled, calm way. There is no saving time from food and studying, or there is no studying while eating. You have to be complete. This is so Contra, I'm very contradictory to what I'm saying is because you will see the young young kids always doing something, multiple things, because that is uh, multitasking, and they revel in multitasking. But to improve performance, if you say concentration, studying is not just about concentration; it's about absorption and it's about reproduction. And for that, the mind has to be settled. So a settled mind. So fresh home-cooked food, fresh vegetables, cooked well, spiced, because the spices have their value. That's the food. And this doesn't have to be elaborate cooking. It's simple cooking. Simple meals are enough. Well-rounded meal is good. So diet does play a role. Um, avoid junk food. Avoid the quick fix meals, ready-made meals. There's no saving time like that. 20 minutes you put into eating and one hour you put into cooking is worth it. Yes. I think that's very good and important input for all the parents. 
the last question that I would like to ask you is what is the career scope in this field as many people are not aware of this wellness field it's quite new as a concept though it has been ancient but this term is quite new and what are the basics that students need to know if they want to take wellness or yoga as a career if somebody wants to take yoga as a career like i mentioned in the beginning the definition of career has to change because most people choose career you cannot choose a career for just as a means of livelihood those days are gone today we have so many choices so many things support systems and which is empowering to pursue any profession you like live alone yoga so if you choose yoga it is a little more challenging challenging in the sense what i mean is any other field you can study and go teach or go implement and you can do justice you can come home and you can leave it yoga is not like that yoga is about experience so if you choose yoga as your profession choose it for the right reason the reason is reason is understand the meaning of yoga yoga means union and ancient times yoga is a system which this is a human development system to raise human potential to its highest potential so if somebody wants that has that in mind it can flourish anything into a very good very lucrative career so again it's education in olden days there was there was no end to learning you had to learn yoga for years before you ta- started teaching to others today we have a little benchmark the government has created simple benchmarks which starts at 200 hours somebody who has 200 hours of training is a yoga instructor people don't understand that meaning also what it means is you can instruct the asanas you have some practice you can instruct the asanas which means you can teach people how to do the asanas right hmm. yoga teacher next level for at the 400 hours where you have some idea and understanding of what they do so that's the next level and there is therapist where you need at least 1000 hours of training that now yoga has evolved into this field where you can apply yoga for a variety of things as a health modality yoga is a very promising health modality as an alternate system of health so if you can flourish in that field in therapy just like we have physical therapy occupational therapy yoga therapy is a lucrative field worldwide and there is an organization it's called indian government has its own organization worldwide organization it's called international association of yoga therapists so it's growing it's a very evolving field so it will grow more and more places are requiring people to teach and teach yoga as well as apply yoga as therapy so that's just talking yoga so yoga is a wellness profession but the wellness itself is an umbrella 
There are so many other fields you can incorporate. There is Ayurveda, there is uh, you know, Qigong, there is Tai Chi. There are so many other allied fields are there, which also promote wellness in that holistic concept. So any holistic system um, has the potential to be a lucrative career because the opportunities are increasing. Either they can be individual teachers, instructors, therapists in private practice, or um, other places that they can be employed is all the leading hospitals are employing people yes. from these professions. That's one, hospitals, health clubs. And uh, there are also the corporate segment is employing people because they want their employees to be healthy. Instead of just bringing in outside instructors, they have in-house wellness coaches, instructors. And the coaching field is another field which is, again, thriving, wellness coaches. And it's a worldwide profession, not just in India. You can So it depends on the level of education that you want to pursue, whether you want to do this full-time or you want to do this as a part-time, that option is there. But full-time, also you can thrive. What? That's quite amazing to know that yoga or wellness also has so much of scope and uh, that's a great information. Thank you so much sir for sharing this important information with all of us and I'm sure the students can obviously refer to this episode and get an idea and look for this as a career option as well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. and. Uh hope uh, people get something out of this Definitely. and uh, to yoga <laughs> yes to yoga to wellness <laughs> to wellness <laughs> so any parting message if you cannot do anything for exam anxiety just do five minutes of simple slow breathing the most basic kind of breathing simple slow breathing five minutes can do wonders it reduces heart rate it reduces respiratory rate it, 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 it activates the relaxation response. Five minutes is all you need. Yes, this is... Simple, slow breathing. The qualities to look for in breathing is through the nose, easy, smooth, quiet. If you can keep it long, long to your capacity, reasonable capacity. So simple, smooth, Quiet, long to your comfortable capacity, slow breathing through the nose. Five minutes. Start there and whatever you can do more, you can. Yes, this is the most important highlight, I think. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sir, for your valuable tips and methods to overcome stress during exams. Students as well as parents will definitely try to imbibe these tips and suggestions. We will be back with another interesting and informative episode soon. Till then, take good care of yourselves. Try out deep breathing as suggested by Natrajan sir. You can follow us at Bachpan K. Pitarese and Little Storytellers underscore anchor on Instagram as well as Facebook. This podcast can be heard on all the leading platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Audible, Google Podcast, etc. Please rate our show and share your reviews on whichever platform you listen to this show. Thank you. Have a nice day.